Good morning. It's a beautiful sunny in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with Sarah Miranda. She's a doctoral student at the University of Arizona. She comes from Costa Rica. She's been all over the United States, and her primary instrument is the violin. Really fun story, and we get to talk to her in just a few minutes. Today is April 23rd, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android using our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. On the show, you can interact with us through Facebook and Instagram. And if you want more information about us, our book, or past episodes, or maybe just to contact us, head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org. And of course, you can listen to this podcast replay on just about any platform out there like Spotify, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. Just a reminder that last week uh, we we had uh, the fire dancer on, uh, Zoe Ray, and she's going to be with her team at uh, Sky Bar this Friday. And uh, just another selfless plug that I will be uh, hosting Keep Tucson Sketchy. It's not in the urban core, but it is going to be fun. That's going to be next Sunday, I'm sorry, Saturday, 9 p.m. at the Unscrewed Comedy Theater. And I'm looking forward to my first uh, hosting a little nervous about it, actually, if you want to know the uh, the honest truth. And, of course, uh, this weekend, if you're paying any attention to the downtown area, we've got the Agave Heritage Festival. Uh, definitely want to learn more about that by heading over to lifelongstreetcar.org, just typing in the Agave in the search bar there, and you'll find a few shows we've done, interviews with Todd Hanley and others about this program that has just really grown from what was a tequila drinking contest uh, at the beginning or tequila making contest, you know, making drinks and such, to really now celebrating the history and culture of agave in our region. Um, it, it's just really, really grown, and I think it's a good, uh, a good event for Tucson to to show off our our, um, our our roots, our history, and our culinary and uh, cocktail skills as well. And today's show is kind of fun. Well, all shows are kind of fun, but this one's a little bit different because we have we have someone here that's a student at the University of Arizona. She comes to us from Costa Rica. Uh, she is a doctoral student. Um, she's uh, majoring in in the uh, in you know in in the violin, and she's performing with our local symphony. But because she's had this interesting journey from Costa Rica to Tucson, I met her at the when I was at the Tucson Gallery. We just chatted for a while. I thought she was fascinating, and I wanted to share her story with everyone else. This is Sarah Miranda. My degree is a a doctoral degree in music and arts, and my emphasis is violin performance. I am also doing a minor in cognitive science. Um, I I enjoy a lot of uh, interdisciplinary studies, and um, I think that the intersection between cognitive science, you know, the science of learning, is very important for 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 all the fields, right? But for music, because um, we teach us as musicians, a lot of us teach as well, and that's one of my. Um, one of my jobs and one of my passions as well. So I wanted to dig a little bit deeper and uh, 
get a minor in cognitive science to kind of like expand my view on how the brain works uh, when we're learning music, which is fascinating. So then does this lead you down into a path of education or performance or like what, what would you kind of ultimately hope to be doing once you uh, gather all this knowledge and, and graduate with your doctorate? That's a very good question. <laughs> I think that, um, that's a, a, yeah, a lot of musicians, I think, uh, are able to do multiple, uh, things in the area, uh, of music. I, in my case, I like teaching a lot. I enjoy it very much. That uh, relationship that you can build with a student, that time that you spend, um, with, with a person that, you know, is they're changing their brains hopefully in a positive way. Right. Um, and you go with them through that journey. Um, so that's very special at the same time. I do love performing. I've been playing violin, uh, for a long time now. <laughs> so, uh, back in Costa Rica, cause I am from Costa Rica. I was teaching at the national system of music. I was coached coaching at chamber music, which is like a, like a small ensembles, um, of strings. And I was also teaching violin and I was also, uh, working with two symphony orchestras. Uh, so I think both areas in my case, they complement each other very well. Performance and teaching, uh, that's what I'm doing currently as well. And that's what I hope to do in the near future. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it there, but there are other areas that I like, like orchestral conducting as well, which I, I hope to also dig deeper a little bit in the near future. But right now I'm very focused on the science of learning and also, um, and also performance, violin performance in my case, because violin is my main instrument. So you, you, uh, you grew up in Costa Rica. How does the journey take you from Costa Rica to Tucson, Arizona? Yes. So in the music world, it's very common to go to music festivals during, you know, summers or winters. Um, it's, it's a very beautiful opportunity that one has as a young musician to get to know people from different places and play, make music with them, even if you don't speak the same language. So I got to do that. I got to come to the U.S. Uh, a few times uh, since I was 15 um, to Tennessee. There you start building like you start like kind of like networking, even if you know, you're young, you start meeting professors because um because you get lessons with professors from different universities. And then when I was about to finish my undergrad uh, degree back in Costa Rica, I was also working already. A professor came for a music festival to Costa Rica and he's, he is retired now, but he was the violin and conducting professor at Truman State University in Missouri. So I received some uh, lessons with him and well, he came back to the U S but like 15 days later, he called my professor and told her that he was interested in, um, you know, offering uh, a scholarship so that I could come and do a master's degree in the U S. So initially I came to Missouri, Truman state university, I got a degree in violin performance and orchestral conducting. I was working at the university as well, um, teaching undergrads. 
And then that same professor, Dr. Sam McClure, he suggested that I, you know, uh, continued with the DMA because, uh, well, I, I was aspiring. I had expressed that I aspired to teach at a university. So of course now it is, it is easier, not easier, but, um, how can I say it is better to have a doctoral degree if you want to teach at the university level at some point. So I started applying to places. Um, this is getting a long story, but to make it a little bit shorter, I, I applied to different places and had different experiences with the auditions because it, it takes time and money to, you know, go to a place and the whole, go through the whole process. And then a professor were at a place where I auditioned, he suggested that I audition to the U of A, um, Tim Cantor is the professor, the violent professor here. And, and he talked about him, you know, um, very, very well. So I sent an application here. It was not among my first options because I didn't know this program. And at the same time, once I knew about it, I was, I was surprised because, um, yeah, I hadn't heard about it. There are so many programs in the U S so it's hard to know them all, Mm -hmm. but I applied and, and, uh, yeah, this was the, the option that suited uh, me better. So I, I got here without ever, you know, being in Arizona before. So I didn't know to what I was coming. I didn't oh, wow. know wow. anything, so you, but it was a beautiful surprise. So you get, so your path is Costa Rica, Tennessee, Missouri, and then, uh, and then Tucson and, and maybe a few stops in between. That's you've seen quite a cross section of, of our country by, by those travels. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I love traveling and, and in other uh, opportunities. I got to go to the East coast and, you know, do a road trip there, like from South to North and also the Midwest during the spring breaks, I got to, to know the country a little bit better, but I had never been on this side of the country, uh, Southwest or even the West. So it was, it was a very beautiful surprise for sure. I, I have had a, a beautiful time here. And then you and I met because uh, some mutual friends and I, I found that kind of very interesting and didn't, I mean, it makes sense, but didn't realize this program existed that, that the university of Arizona to help you get acclimated kind of pairs you with people within the community to, to, to give you some, some guidance. Is that, is that kind of how it works? Yes. Um, so as an international student, of course, you're going to find a lot of cultural differences and, is you're not just going to school, but you're having a very rich experience that can be very positive, but it can be daunting as well. Uh, I'm a very social person and, and I, you know, I can, I talk to trees if necessary. Like I like, you know, to, to talk and, and to get to know people. Um, so once I went to the orientation for, for international grad students, I knew about this program, uh, it's called, um, international friends and you can sign up, you write a little bit about you and then they pair you with a family from, from Arizona, from Tucson. So you can make that connection and have a little bit of a, you know, kind of like a more homey feeling because, you get to know other students, which is great. But at the same time, sometimes uh, you miss that type of interaction that you would have with someone older, you know, older than your professors, but a local that knows 
you know, better the plays and, and that has that kind of, um, a kind of context of a, of a home. So I, I was paired with uh, Lucinda and Brent and that was like very early, like perhaps the first two weeks that I got here to Arizona In, and it was just, you know, it was like a click, like it felt so right and comfortable and they're so open and so, um, well, they're just like so kind and lovely people. I'm sure you know that because mm-hmm. you know them. So yeah, it, it has been a beautiful, uh, friendship that has flourished, you know, throughout, throughout the years. So I'm, I'm very happy that I signed up for the program and that I got to meet them. So Sarah Miranda, we'll be back to the second half of the interview with her in just a moment. Uh, but first of all, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. We're at Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Well, thank you, Paleo Dave. And uh, if you're out there in the listening world, uh, 7 a.m. Monday through Friday, Paleo Dave does do a fabulous job when he is uh, fully caffeinated and not over-caffeinated of delivering uh, beautiful uh, beautiful music to start your day. And when he's over-caffeinated, it's even more fun because he uh, goes on some rambling rants that are uh, enjoyable. We're going to get back to our second part of the interview today with our guest, Sarah Miranda, the doctoral student from the University of Arizona. Uh, interesting journey from Costa Rica to Tucson and kind of getting us uh, an insight into her time here, things she's uh, doing, where she's performing, and uh, what what overall she thinks about being here in Tucson. Is there anything that has jumped out at you that has been the most surprising about being in Tucson, whether it's uh, academic, weather, economic? Is there anything that r- really just sort of in your mind sort of defines the, this uh, this area for you? Surprising? Well, everything has been surprising. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's one of the things of, about life. I, I consider myself a very type A person. Like I like to plan and control as much as I can. And then life teaches, you know, through experiences, like you control very little of what you do. And at the same time, if you let go a little bit, you get a lot of beautiful surprises. Um, I, I just didn't think that, you know, three years after I got here, I would be where I am. I would have met all the people that I know. I didn't know that there were mountains in the desert, like Mount Lemon, for example, and, and Mount Rison. I love hiking. So I love being outside. Um, just the, the outdoor scenery here. I just didn't think that it was so rich and beautiful. Um, in terms of my academic journey, of course, it has been like very unexpected as well because um, the pandemic happened. I wasn't expecting that. So, I, I mean, that that's something that changed everyone's lives, I think, somehow. Uh, so it was it was very unexpected, of course, and um, it kind of felt that 
like my degree went faster because most of it I did it online basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the same with performance. For example, I I didn't get to do auditions uh, for festivals or or for ensembles because of the pandemic. So a lot of what I was used to before changed. Um, and at the same time, you know, there were a lot of positive outcomes as well. Um, I, I was able to grow, you know, in, in my financial situation, because when I got here, I was only working a quarter of time of time at the university. Um, so then I, I got to work half time and then I got to do also a CPT, which is a, a curricular practical training. Um, so with internship hours, you know, you get to work and, and pay and get paid, of course. So I was able like to build, um, you know, like a, like a small, um, like a career here basically. And, and I wasn't ex- expecting that perhaps. So basically I would say like everything from, from what Tuzani is, the people that I have met my academic and professional journey, I just wasn't expecting everything. And, and I have put a lot of effort into it, but also I have been very blessed with, with everything that I have received so far. And then some of the some of the other students that you've met. I mean, you're meeting doctoral students, not just international students, but but I, I'm assuming there's other international students in this program. And and you know how like like what are their experiences? Are they are you typical of what's happening, or are they experiencing uh, different things? Are they traveling more, or the, you know, kind of what? How do you compare with some of these other students? Yeah. So I. I think it was during my first week uh, that I got to meet my, uh, well, Diana. She already graduated uh, from the U of A. She's working in Phoenix right now. Uh, She's from Australia. And uh, we were roommates at some point along with Eleni, which was another doctoral student who already graduated and she's well she's a pianist and she lives in in portugal right now uh she's working there with um, a ballet school because she's an accompanist for ballet that's her area so looking at their journeys i mean everyone is just is it's just very different i have other uh peers as well that are about to graduate or already graduated from different areas within music like percussion, conducting as well. Some of them are international students and some of them are from the U.S. So there are different like barriers for, for both groups and, and also advantages, I would say. Um, but yeah, everyone has had like a different, completely different journey, mm. which is interesting. It's, it's not one fits all for sure, especially because we have different, we specialize in different instruments, um, some are more centered like in like uh, popular music and, you know, playing gigs in town and some are more interested in teaching. Uh, well, Lenny, who is an accompanist, uh, you know, that's her area. So that's what she's doing. So I would say like definitely all of our journeys have been very different. Um, but our, our friendship, you know, is, is very beautiful because we get to learn from each other and, and support each other as well. Um, yeah, my, my friends and the people that I have met here have definitely made a big, big impact, um, in my life. 
Well, the, the, the airing date for this interview is going to be, um, towards the end of April. So with that in mind, are there, are you performing? Are there places people could come hear you play or, or, uh, are you not performing right now? Uh, yes. So my solo recitals or solo performances, um, already, I already completed, uh, all of them or all, all the ones that the program requires at least, I will be doing, uh, it's called like, it's called a lecture recital. So I will be basically, uh, showing what I have been doing as my graduation final project and perform performing a little bit. I don't have a date for that, but it'll certainly be during the fall. Uh, so right now I had the, the opportunity or I have had the opportunity to play as a sob with the Tucson Symphony. So that has been like my main performance venue okay. <laughs> and uh, a special, a pop concert with young Williams music, Star Wars. Okay. So it's going to be on May. And if you, well, if you want tickets or the exact times and plays, you can uh, go to the Tucson Symphony uh, website. Okay. And then are you comfortable? And if not, that's fine. But sharing any social media platforms where people can follow you and and kind of keep tabs on what you're doing? Sure. So right now I don't have a specific performer social media. I mean, I have a website, a Facebook page and, um, and an Instagram account. Those are more personal if, but I'm open to, you know, to share them. I will be, I'm working right now on a website actually that is going to be an e-learning platform. And that one is going to be linked to my professional website as well, but I'll be launching that during the summer, hopefully. So that's what I'm working on, on right now before I graduate, it'll be ready. <laughs> but yeah, for now, I just, I, my handle is Sara S Miranda on Instagram. Um, and then my uh, Facebook is Sara Miranda Terrero. And from there, I, once I have my, you know, professional performer website and accounts, I will, you know, direct, direct people to those. All right. Well, well, we'll link to all of that from our Facebook page. And then when your website is done, we'll, we'll share that back out after the summer so people can can uh, t- check in with you and, and see how you're progressing, which I assume, you know, at some point will be not just in Tucson, but all over the world. You, you don't seem to be one that um, is going to settle down anytime soon. You're going to be out exploring all these different opportunities. Yeah, that's definitely the plan. I, I have been very open, you know, with my, with my future path in, and I'm just uh, working, of course I'm planning and, um, doing the best, you know, for those short-term and midterm goals, but I'm always open because, you know, I got here. I wasn't, I was not expecting to be here where I am and doing what I'm doing like, uh, three years ago, uh, even. So yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll try to keep, keep going that way. <laughs> well, Sarah Miranda, doctoral student at the university of Arizona, all the way from Costa Rica via Tennessee and Missouri. Welcome to Tucson. Thanks for uh, bringing some joy and, and, uh, just a level of happiness to, uh, to our community. And, and, uh, we're, we're happy and appreciative that you're here for the time that we have you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it, it has been my pleasure to be here. And, um, I, I feel very, I have felt very welcome in Tucson. Um, 
And so, yeah, thank you for the space also to share a little bit of my story. <laughs> Sarah Miranda, doctoral student at the University of Arizona. Really fun interview talking to someone that uh, has a different perspective on Tucson and uh, comes from a, I guess, a global perspective at this point. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming at downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. All right. Thank you again to Sarah Miranda spending time with us on the phone and giving us some insight in her perspective of uh, Tucson and uh, her journey here from Costa Rica. Don't uh, don't go anywhere. I know we're wrapping up here, episode number 245. Uh, but Ted Prozelski will be up at the uh, bottom of the hour with his program, Words and Work, where he talks with uh, writers and members of the labor movement. And then Ty Logan brings us uh, into the afternoon at noon with Heavy Mental. And, uh, you know, I, I said this before, but if you're, if, if you're not familiar with Ty Logan, want to listen to his show and also go over to our website and, and just put his name in the search bar there and listen to his two-part episode we did you know, a couple years ago. Really fascinating man and uh, just quite a history himself. And he puts it all out there, uh, very candid and transparent about uh, his challenges and struggles and where he's uh, come to in life and now he's helping others kind of bridge that gap of course if you want to f- have a feature on the show you can uh, email us you can uh, find us on our website or go over to social media it's probably the best way instagram and facebook are the places we hang out the um uh the handle there is just uh, life along the streetcar and uh, tag us in something it's a good way for us to get information and then if we've got any additional questions we'll reach back out to you Certainly would love to, to hear more about what you want to know about. We've been kind of on an art scene uh, with uh, the fire dancing with Zoe Ray. We've got Sarah today talking about violin performance and, and education. And next week, uh, we're going to bring you one of our Meet the Artist segments and and uh, that we do at the Tucson Gallery and bring in one of our fabulous Tucson artists to uh, share their story. Well, we are going to wrap up today with uh, a little music from our guest. We don't always have uh, guests who perform, but we did find an a audio clip from uh, Sarah. looks like a maybe a demonstration or a, um, a performance for school. She was uh, accompanied on the piano playing her violin. And uh, we're going to leave you today with uh, music uh, performed by our host, uh, our guest today, Sarah Miranda. My name is... Tom Heath, I hope you have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.